Hey friends, welcome to But What If You Did? On this pod, we are all about some serious millennial real talk and diving into those uncomfortable topics we've been conditioned to believe we just shouldn't talk about. I'm your host, Allison, and right now, when I look around, I see so many millennials trying to navigate these big life transitions. And well, if that isn't you, maybe you just have this gut feeling that it's time to pivot, but you're standing in your own way because you just don't know where to start. Maybe this isn't what you want to hear, but successfully navigating any big life change starts with putting in the work to learn about yourself. If you want to level up in life, it starts with learning to be self-aware and building those life skills that we simply weren't taught in the classroom. So are you committed to doing the uncomfortable growth work? Well, if that was a hell yes, then grab some coffee and let's get ready to dive right in. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of But What If You Did. I'm your host, Allison, and thanks for coming to hang out with me for a bit today. Um, So I am coming off of a week-long vacation, staycation, I guess you could say. I didn't travel for it, Um, but my family came to visit for the week, and well, this week has been exhausting and refreshing all at the same time. Um, I definitely got to spend some really quality time with my family, but... Also, I got to spend some quality time with my family, and um, that felt like a lot, especially coming off of the last year. Um, During my furlough, I spent several months back at home visiting so many of my family and friends and, um, you know, in safe ways, of course, but um, it felt so weird to be home at that point, but it didn't ever really feel like a vacation because there was so much stress and anxiety around being furloughed and not knowing if I was going to get my job back. So it felt really weird to like see everyone in one place now that like I'm back in a normal routine and a normal rhythm and things are a little bit more normal, but also not normal. Like we're still wearing masks every day and it's still not socially acceptable to go and sit down at a restaurant inside. You can choose to do that, but I feel like there's still a lot of hesitation around it, and I know I personally am still hesitant around it, Um, even though I'm now officially two weeks post my second vaccine, so that's also really exciting, but also weird because I don't really feel like anything has changed. Like I still feel hesitant around everything, and it still is like this weird level of fear to do anything outside of what we've been doing for the last year. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how those feelings evolve. Um, And so part of why I share this with you is, A, I think a lot of you are probably experiencing similar feelings and maybe aren't having as open conversations about them. But also, like, I started the podcast to kind of document this journey. And so I want to be able to look back a year from now, two years from now, and see that this is what I was feeling in real time. And um, yeah, to see and hear and have these hard conversations and awkward conversations and just conversations in general with all of you. Um, so anyways, I definitely noticed this week that um, I was really struggling with like feeling really drained just by social interaction in general. Um, and I know like I've always kind of been more introverted. I've always kind of felt like I needed to keep um you know, I needed to have that downtime where I could decompress and kind of re-energize and um, that that was how I re-energized was through downtime. But it's weird because now we're so accustomed to having so much downtime that in a way it, it almost feels more draining now 
and like I need more downtime to recoup than I used to. Um, and I feel like this week kind of made me feel like, or I guess realize more how much we as a society are learning and struggling through this whole retraining our brains and bodies to kind of use that social energy again, right? So anyways, I could go down a whole rabbit hole on this, but I'm curious if you are um, experiencing similar thoughts, feelings about uh, life and the world right now. So if you are, slide into my DMs. I'd love to continue the conversation and go down the rabbit hole with you. But for those of you that are here for my three mistakes you're making when it comes to your morning routine, I don't want to keep you waiting too long. So um, this week is definitely going to be short and sweet, but I want to talk a bit about morning routines. And why? Because that's something that never changes for me. It's by far one of my most consistent practices, and that didn't happen overnight. Um, it was a lot of trial and error. I think sometimes we see people that have these, like, these, you know, we look at these high performers that we follow on Instagram, right? And we're like, oh my God, well, they have it all figured out. Yeah, well, I promise you if they have it all figured out, it's not because they figured it out overnight. It's because it probably took them six months to a year to two years or maybe even three years to figure something out. And now they can teach you what they did, but that doesn't mean it's going to be an instant fix for you. Going back to this whole millennials like quick fix thing, morning routines, nighttime routines, whatever it is that you're working on, it's not going to be a quick fix. So anyways, I bring this up because creating this morning routine for me, it took a lot of mindset work and it took a lot of changing between workout programs and trying different shakes and investing time and money into different books and podcasts. Like I swear I have tried just about everything that you can think of. Um, but throughout the journey, I learned to be way more self-aware and that radical self-awareness has been so crucial and so transformative in so, so many areas of my life. And I think because it was such a journey for me to establish a morning routine that worked for me, I just really developed this love for talking about it. Not that that would really surprise any of you. If you've been here for any amount of time, you've probably figured out that I like to talk about things that I'm passionate about and morning routines definitely rank highly on that list. Um, but I feel like people talk about morning routines like they are these like magical unicorns. And when I say that I get up at 4 a.m. and that my morning routine is seriously the best part of my day, I get these looks like, I don't know, like I'm crazy or like they just cannot comprehend the words that are coming out of my mouth. And I often hear things like, "Ugh, teach me your ways or I could never do that or, oh man, well, that's good for you, but I like sleep too much. And like, well, I don't know. This always seems to send me down a rabbit hole because my instinct when somebody says that a, like a morning routine isn't for them or they've never able to, they've never been able to figure out why one doesn't work for them or how to establish one or that they're just not a morning person. Like all I hear are limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs. And so I want to understand the why behind that limiting belief and behind those statements that they're making and through all of that, I've had a lot of conversations over the last year about morning routines um, as I've kind of started to realize that it really is a superpower. And I love that that is my superpower. I love that my morning routine is something that has been so transformative to my life, but also that I know can be such a, a transformative resource to your lives 
if you find the right morning routine that works for you. Um, So anyway, so I've had a lot of these conversations and I've just started to see a common thread or a couple of threads, right, through all of these conversations. And some of those threads are three very common mistakes that I see. And so today I thought that to wrap up this month on productivity, because let's be real, my morning routine is the reason that I am able to stay productive while working a full-time job. Um, I feel like a morning routine is like the key to everything. So I want to dive into three common mistakes I see and see if these can maybe help you unlock the superpower in your life. Um, And also, morning routines matter, even on vacation. And so, yes, I really did still get up. I mean, I guess I slept until five a couple times last week, full transparency. But for the most part, I was still up at my normal time and I still followed my normal morning routine. And now I want to talk more about that. So the first mistake that I commonly see is just inconsistency. So you're not going to be able to wake up at the same time every day if you're not going to bed at the same time or if you're not getting the same number of hours of sleep. Because I get it. Sometimes you work schedules that are a little more erratic. Like I work a pretty traditional nine to five job. And so it's pretty easy for me to say, I'm going to go to bed at the same time every day and wake up at the same time every morning. And I know that that's not the case for everyone. Um, But the amount of hours that you sleep, that's something that you maybe have a little more control of. Um, your bedtime rituals, how much screen time you're getting, whether you shower before you go to bed or wake up and shower. like These are all things that impact your morning and your nighttime routines, um, whether you journal or not. Um, sometimes you're not giving yourself a signal that it's time to go to bed or giving yourself a signal that it's time to wake up. Um, your wake up time could just be really inconsistent because you like to hit the snooze button and that's not really helpful. Um, sometimes it can come down to something as simple as doing things in a relatively the same order, but if you're being inconsistent with everything, it makes it really hard for your body to remember that you're trying to establish a routine. So especially when you're in the early stages of building, you need to work really hard on consistency And consistency is probably the biggest secret to success in so many things in life, but especially your morning routine. The second mistake that I see people make all the time is just a lot of negative self-talk around it. If you wouldn't say it to your best friend, you shouldn't say it to yourself. So starting your day with thoughts like, or saying things to yourself like, oh, it's so early, or I barely slept last night. I need more sleep or I'm just too exhausted to quote unquote fill in the blank. I I hate this. I don't want to be a morning person. Oh, I'll never be able to do this. Oh, I'm not a morning person. These kind of things trigger yourself, right? Like they trigger your brain to believe that you are not capable of getting up and doing the damn thing. So this is your reminder that If you're trying to form a new habit or a routine of any kind, especially a morning routine, having negative self-talk with yourself the second you wake up isn't serving you. And it's time to start rewriting that story. And um, if you've been following my Instagram, you probably know that I'm obsessed with John Acuff's new book, Soundtracks. So more to come on that. There will definitely be a blog post on that once I've tried out some of the exercises in the book. But... If you are an overthinker, if you are somebody that struggles with negative self-talk, not using those positive affirmations, 
it's a great book. I highly recommend it, and you should totally go grab yourself a copy. Um, that was a little tangent, but uh, back to what we were talking about. So the third common mistake that I see people make is that they try to do what works for other people. And that may seem really silly coming from a podcaster that's giving you advice on what to do for a morning routine. But what I mean is there is so much information out there and morning routines are personal and self-growth is personal. But we go into this phase, this mindset where we are just absorbing, absorbing, absorbing. And when we absorb, 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 it makes it very overwhelming to take action, right? And so when you're trying to create a new habit for yourself, you can take in all of the information, but until you have the self-awareness to realize what works for you, you're probably not going to make a lot of progress, right? So social media is filled with tips and tricks from high achievers and high performers and These are all really great resources and really great people to learn from, but that doesn't mean that what works for them is going to work for you. So simple question, when you try something, does it feel right? If the answer is no, you need to switch it up and it's going to be a lot of trial and error. All that to say, my best piece of advice is when you look at your morning routine or when you think about a morning routine, you need to think think of it as a commitment. Because it is a commitment. And like every other commitment in your life, you're either in it and you're going to try with all of your might to achieve it and to make it happen and to implement it, or you're not. Creating a morning routine isn't easy, but nothing that changes your life is ever easy. And on that note, friends, I'm going to leave you with that for the week. And um, I will see you right back here next week. Same time, same place. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, but I want to take a moment to celebrate the fact that you showed up and put in the work, even if it felt hard. Growth doesn't always feel good, but it sure does mean you're leveling up in life. For show notes, blog posts, downloadable resources, and more, head on over to butwhatifyoudidpod.com and be sure to join our But What If You Did community insiders so that you never miss an update. Just scroll to the bottom of the screen and sign up for free. And if you vibed with this episode, I would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts telling us what vibed with you. This is the best way to help the podcast grow and I just love hearing how the pod is resonating with you. Simply take a screenshot of your review and send it to hello at alisonpalank.com. That's hello at A-L-Y-S-O-N-P-A-L-L-A-N-C-K.com and I'll send you my exclusive Life Lessons Roadmap for Surviving 2021 Workbook as a thank you. See you soon.